SE Podcast, take two. Yep. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording, bro. We're recording. <laughs> Gosh, it's going to be hard to try to emulate what we talked about the other day, but um, it's going to be fun, man. I still got the same uh, passion of what we were feeling the other day. and been thinking about it a lot more since we talked, too. So um, Yeah, same here. Before, before we even get rolling on that, man, how's things? Things are good, man. I I actually had a be- a better couple last days, man. I uh I got called in for work yesterday, so that was that was all right, you know. It's always good to get a little bit of extra cash. So I wasn't too upset about that. Um yesterday I went to a coffee shop and hung out with some friends and then Tegan gave me a book that I'm going to start reading, so I'm excited about that. And then yeah, just just kind of hanging out, so. Sweet, dude. I got to, got to work out with Chase on Saturday. Me and him got together and hit a session. Nice. How was that? Cool, man. We were getting off there at 5 a.m., dude, so it was yeah. cool to catch up and talk with him. And yeah, dude. He, he's in a good place, man, so I'm, I'm really fired up for him. So it was good to hear him talk about his goals and just what he wants to do in the game and stuff and just to see how much he's grown, dude. It's a uh, pretty fun just to be able to go in there and rip a session with him and talk the way you do. Yeah, man. He's been playing video games with us. And then last night he was like, I can't stay up late. I got to go back to my normal sleep schedule. And I was kind of like, all right, bro. I respect it. Yeah, dude. He's, uh, he, he's got to figure it out right now, man. And uh, it's, it's pretty fun to watch. Yeah. It, it's, it, yeah, it was cool to rip it with him, man. Sweet, dude. Yeah, that's always fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, so let's get started on today, man. I just wanted to hit, like like we said the other day, I just want to hit on a subject with just completely where we are in the world right now, man, and stuff that I've been struggling with, stuff that I see that, you know, affects me in ways, and I just want to talk about, you know, those little traps, the mental traps of distraction, that the enemy uses against us to keep us off God's purpose for our life. And, man, there's just been a whole bunch of that lately that has been on my mind. And just, I think sometimes when you go back on a lockdown or you're forced to be by yourself a little bit, it kind of backs you into that corner. Yeah, I got you. You pay pay attention a little bit more because you're not going throughout the day as crazy as you were, you know? But just a couple of the things that I was talking about, man, like, Right now, I have a renewed focus, man. It was just, I, it's come back. Like, it's like, there's seasons of life. You know, you go through the valleys and you go through the peaks, man. You know, and it's all part of the game. And right now, it's like, man, it's good to have another focus. Like I said the other day, man, I came out of that 240. That was like a whole year invested in my life. We went through the COVID lockdown. Just a whole bunch of stuff that you're grinding through. And, and, you know, working towards. And then I have found out this, man. Tyson Fury said this on the Joe Rogan podcast once. His deal was to always beat Vladimir Klitschko for the heavyweight title. Right. And as he, and as he was going towards that journey, he had that goal. He had that vision. And he even went up to Klitschko when Klitschko had the title and said, I'm coming for you. I'm going to beat you for that title. Well... You know, fast forward, he beats Klitschko for the title, and then after he wins the heavyweight title, he gets up to 300 pounds and becomes a cokehead. Yeah. And the reason being, and like you go through, you put all these goals in, and you would make these goals, but then you kind of go through another dead spot for a little bit, you know? And in those dead spots, that's when the enemy attacks. Yeah. And that's what I've dealt with over the last, like, month, is like, you're grinding and you're staying focused and you're still trying to work through and bust your butt every day. But when you don't have that like fully focused vision on your target, the enemy comes in to attack, man. And that's where it's like you hear all the little things that he tries to do to distract you off that path. And like we said the other day, man, and I said this to you know some people this morning, was that I truly believe we live in the world of comparison and we all have that one story with God that we're all created to do on this earth. Yeah. And I really feel like the issue is when we do, when we're offline of that purpose, 
or we're comparing ourselves to others or doing that way and we're not focused on what he wants us to do for our life, that's when the enemy attacks, man, you know? So yeah, and just, just hitting on that stuff, man. Yeah, and for me, you know, I kind of was thinking about it more and how like I operate and how we're a little bit different of the enemy distracting me from like giving me multiple options. I I had a good conversation with Vaughn. I called him this weekend and we kind of just talked about like going all in on something, right? Like you can, you can be half in in a bunch of things and get nothing done. And that's also a way that's like very distracting of the enemy and I think that's how he's distracted me, you know? And so, like, my goal this week is just, like, go all in on on reading a book and, like, just go all in on Texas, right? Like, I've kind of been, you know, a little, a little sketch about it and, like, slow. But, like, no, you need to jump in with both feet and move forward. And so that's kind of the goal that I have this week. And I think that's another way that's distracting right like if you don't go all in on the 240 first off you don't complete it and second like there's a lot of times the enemy is just distracting you and winning that battle so yeah it's just like you gotta know the preparation of attack yeah i mean that's it because these things come in and then they get you so like perfect example is i was paying attention to how the mind works and the ego goes and all this stuff man so I was working out with a kid a few weeks ago, and he says out of nowhere, good friend, says out of nowhere, he was talking to someone, and they said, you know, they think you're crazy, and it's not healthy what you do every day. And at first, I'm like, you know what? Are you kidding me? Like, F you, pretty much. Yeah. And my ego takes over. It's like, you know what? F that guy. Yeah. Like, I, and I'm like, but then I, like, I step back, because this is going on on the inside. I mean, this is me explaining how it's working in my mind right. and what I'm feeling at that present time. And I'm not acting on it. This is going on on the inside. So I'm sitting there and I can feel all that stuff going on. But, you know, I've learned that if you step back and say, okay, why is this guy saying that? And then you look into the situation deeper, you can really get down to why they're saying that to you. And this is where the light bulb really went off for me is that, Everyone in life sees life from a different perspective. Yeah. Everyone sees life from a different perspective. I see life from my perspective. You see it from yours. Like me and you are talking right now, but you're getting a different perspective on this conversation than I am. Oh, yeah. So you're going to go talk to someone else a little different about it than I do. Right. I mean, that's just part of the game. So when these people are judging you and hating you, it's not a personal attack against you. Yeah. Just follow the story deeper. And you usually come up with the solution when you, you know, you look a little deeper. Yeah. And it's nothing personal against you. And that's one of the biggest things in life is not caring and just knowing that it's not personal. Yeah. But, but guess what happens? What happens when that guy says that one thing to us? And it's usually that one thing a day how the enemy works. And he might use it through our friends. But this happened to me way back as well. People would walk in and they'd be like, hey, man, guess what this guy said? Yep. And you're like, man, I didn't even ask for that. Yeah. I didn't even ask to hear about it. But guess what? Now it's right in front of my face. And it's like, do you bite on it? Yep. And I mean, that is a battle we all deal with every day. But it's funny how one person can say something that has no meaning in our life and we take it in and we'll lose a month of our life thinking about what this one person said. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, think about that. Think about you in high school, man. Yeah. Think about how one comment, this is what I'm really getting to today, that one comment that took all that time away from you. That's the power of our words. Yeah, man. I, oh, yeah, there's there's multiple scenarios of one comment, you know, like having a bad day and someone asks, you know, why are you listening to music all the time? Why don't you ever take your headphones out? And it's like I get mad because I like to just listen to music. And then, I mean, some days it was good, right? Like sometimes it was coming from my friends and it was good because I was in that like depressed mode. But there would be certain days like I'm just jamming down the hallway because I like to listen to music and people are like – 
why, why are you listening to music? And I'd be like, I just enjoy music. Like, what's your deal? Or, you know. Why is that so, why is that so hard in this world? And I think it's because we're in the comparison world and we're very sheepy as the human race. Yeah. Like we're, it's very hard to go out on your own and stand on your own and not care because we all gravitate to that sheep mentality. A lot of us do that now, man. Yeah. Everyone wants to be a part of something. Yeah. You know, and it's like, why is that so hard for people just to let people be and understand? Because it comes down to this. Your story on this planet with the Lord and what he created you to be, he is our source. Yeah. And, and the signal he sent, like, we all feel the same things and we do this, but there's a dream inside of you that he just gave you. Yeah. And if that means you running down the hallway dancing, you know, listening to music, yeah. and that's what he wants you to do, <laughs> yeah. then why is that so hard to not, like, celebrate that with others? Yeah, I, well, for one, I would rephrase your statement to everybody wants to be a, a part of something that's successful and isn't isn't hard because you know i would even use me as an example in baseball at pv right like we knew as an eighth grader freshman we knew pv was the powerhouse in farmington and so we all packed our bags over there but i'm going to tell you right now like when we got to the weight room and i would say i was part of this i can't speak for everybody else but like there was no way I wanted – I was in the mindset every day of wanting to hit the weight super hard. And like, you know, obviously it, it got bred into me, but I wasn't expecting that. I was just expecting this this easy walk-in. You know, we had played baseball our whole lives. We were pretty good as 12-year-olds for it to just be this walk in the park. And then the work started coming, and you would see people fizzle out, right? You'd see these people like, ah, oh, it's, it's not worth the work or – you know, I'm putting in this work but not getting rewarded, and then all of a sudden you start to see people drop off. So my statement would be people want to be a part of stuff that's going good, right? Another example for me would be student section at our school, right? We weren't very competitive at at sports, in some sports, and I'd go to the games, and I'd be the only one that would act like an idiot and be like a fan, and then no one would jump in. But then they'd see that I was having fun. So then more people would jump in, and when more people jumped in and it looked fun, then it was good. But no one was willing to take that initial step of uncomfortability, right? Everyone wants to go to things that make well, them that comfortable. Life, dude? Isn't, isn't that life, man? Like, oh, yeah, 100%. No, like we, we, when someone hasn't done something for the first time, that's why I told Chase that one time. I love doing things for the first time because you had to believe in the vision. Yeah. And then that's it. Then no one else can see it. Yeah. Until after it's done. And I mean, that's the human mentality because there's a different mindset here where it's like, like take Roger Bannister who broke the four minute mile. Yeah. People in the world said it was no way the human body could do it. Right. He does it for the first time. And then after he does it, 50 more people do it within like the next couple months or something. Something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So how do you sum that up? It's like once they've seen someone else do it, it was all good. But those people that do it for the first time, that's the true test, man. Yeah, and that's – I mean that's that's kind of God using you for your own vision, right? Like yeah, only, only certain people – Oh. Think about this, dude. Yeah. Think about Jesus, what he did for the first time. Oh, yeah. It's... Like, dude, the stuff he was saying. Yeah. So far out there. I mean, they killed him for what he was saying. Yeah. I mean, that's just, uh, that's it right there. Like, imagine coming into this world and no one but you know what the purpose is. And he knew his purpose in God. He knew. Yeah. And I swear, that's in all of us. Yeah. It was his job to go die on the cross for us and be resurrected. That was his job for this world. What is your job for this world? What is my job for this world? It's not what he did. It's not what you did. It's what what did God do for me personally and create for me? And I've got to find that. And you've got to find that. And there's no one else that can do what you do. Yeah. Yeah, man. Comparison's a trap. I mean... It's, it's just a mindset it's a huge program, one. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Especially living in like the American culture, it's definitely like a, 
a comparison trap, right? I want to be the next movie star. I want to be the next big athlete. I want to be the next millionaire. It's like there's so many things that are programmed through television. and It's everywhere, man. And if you're not guarding your heart and guarding your mind of those things – you you fall right in, and and that's every day. Man, we have to break free, and this is the hottest thing for people to hear when I talk to them, and it's even hard for me to wrap my head around, but I even said this to some people, and they think I'm crazy, where it's like, don't believe everything you've believed over the course of your life to be true. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like, don't believe that. It's not true just because one person told you and said, this is how it is. Yeah, I remember having this conversation with like you. you you just listen to people. Hey, that's the truth. Like, think about it seriously, man. Since radio and TV have been around, I've been in that on this planet. And it's like the news channel goes up. And I think about being a kid and everything we watched, we believed it to be true. How do we even know? Yeah. You don't. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, now you're where we're at, and it's just sheep everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, you're just programmed to believe everything's true, so you don't even question it. Right, and, and you don't find God's it, purpose for you, dude. You yeah. don't find God's purpose for your life because you follow the programming of everyone else. The only way you find your purpose for your life is you have to disconnect from this world. And, and find and find who you are through him, and then you'll come back to this world, and you'll be a totally different person. Yeah. When you're comparing yourself to others and wanting that other person's dream and chase that carrot that never comes, I mean, that's another thing, dude. People chase that carrot that never comes. That's also a distraction. If you just get up and give your best every single day, you don't know what your best is yet. Yeah. You know, but we ain't we don't think like that, man. We're programmed to go to school, go to college, work for forty years, retire, buy the next car, buy the next house, buy yeah. the next this, buy this, buy that. And it's like you're always buying the next thing, so you're always working towards the next thing. Yeah. And by the time you know it, your life's over, man. Yeah. And you and, and you, I was in that rut for a lot of years, bro. I mean, I was in that rut for a lot of years, man, chasing the baseball dream and doing that. And chasing that dream, it ended up destroying it. Where if I knew baseball was just a gift from God, my career would have looked a diff- whole lot better because I would have just gave my best all the time, not just some of the time. Yeah. You know? but. I was lost, and when I was lost, it's like I, that's what happened, man. I, I was lost. I didn't know what was going on, you know, and it's kind of like you're just wandering. You're yeah. wandering through life, man. There's no attack, you know, and in that wandering is when the enemy slays us. I mean, that's it, man. That's the analogy right there, dude. When we are wandering through life with no purpose, that's when the enemy slays us on the battlefield, especially mentally, dude. Absolutely, from a mental warfare standard, when we're wandering, he slays us mentally. But yeah. you know what? When we're on the attack and we're like, you know what? We're fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. I'm a child of God. I have that power inside of me and I'm attacking. I'm coming after what he told me his promise was. When you have that attack, the enemy does retreats. Yeah. He backs off. He's not there. But when we wander, Grant, we get killed. Yep. When we wander, we have to be focused and we have to be driven. Yep. And I mean, even coming off the 240, man, I I wasn't driven. I didn't have a purpose. I was kind of just like, I know I had to work hard every day. And uh, some of you know, some of my clients even asked me, man, have you been? Do you get burnt out? And at that stage, I was burnt out. Yeah. But I was like, I just didn't have that vision and that, what do I do next? It's like, I know I have to grow my business and I have to do this, but I'm talking like, you know, something that you're all in with. Yeah. And I just wasn't off. And guess what? That's when the enemy just comes. He just comes. He comes. Because take that same scenario. If I'm attacking life and someone comes up to me and says, oh, man, it's not healthy what you do. I don't give two shits. Right. I don't even think about that person. I'm like, you I, you just go on your way, man. I'm going this way. Like, I'm so focused on what I want to go do and that purpose that God gives me 
that it's just like, I'm going. But if I'm wandering, it's like, oh man, that distraction hits there. Yeah. It's like the attack takes care of the wandering. And it's like, if we know it when we're wandering through life, if we're going to get attacked, why wouldn't we prepare for the ultimate battle every day? Yeah. Head to head, go. And that's through him, man. You got to have him first. You got to have his coverage in the blood of Jesus. And then you know what? You go to battle every single day in your mind. Yeah, and that that kind of goes back to what we talked about the last time of like the weight room, like the mind being like a weight room. Like you have to train your mind for battle. You can't just like go up and be like, I'm going to fight the best fighter. You have to train and like do some stuff that's like that's necessary to be prepared for the battle. You can't just like – go up and be like, I'm going to win this battle. You know what I mean? Well, what about this, dude? I just thought about this, Grant. What about instead of saying, no, we have to train it, right? Yeah. All right, I'm going to take that out of the. I'm going to reword this. Okay. So instead of saying you have to train the mind to be able to do this. Yeah. All right, what about if we say we just had to awaken the mind? Because it's already in there. Yeah, I kind of like the that. Spirit, the spirit of the Lord is in there, but you have to do things to awaken it. Yeah, kind of like awakening like a dragon or like something that's yeah, just you like know super what? So powerful. Perfect ex- yeah, when you go to battle every day, it's like, okay, get in the weight room for an hour a day. And when you step in that weight room, it ain't all like love and like, you know, you're going to battle. Yeah. You're going in there to make yourself battle. So when you go in there, I mean, go in there like that way of thinking. And attack it, you know, and then come out of there. Yeah. And you know what that brings out of you? God's power. Yeah, that DNA that runs deep in your soul. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Why do you, why do when people work out hard or they see themselves doing it, why do they feel better? Why do they feel their purpose? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. And it's in there. Like, we are these primal creatures. I think what has happened to man, we have really lost who we are. Yeah. And doing the 240 for me, it really drove home to me how much of a freak animal instinct we truly have. Yeah. And we have to awaken that animal instinct, you know, like jumping in the ice bath, like any of that stuff. Wim Hof says it about the ice stuff. He's like, the body knows how to warm up. You just have to let it do teach it. Thing, yeah. yeah, like you have to just reawaken it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we're re-teaching. Like it is teaching ourselves, but we've got to like do these things to re- yeah, I just relight think, the spirit. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And I think like when we think of teach now, it's used in such a negative connotation that like thinking about like awakening something – People people can tie it to more of like a positive, like, oh, that'd be sick. Like when I when I think of the word awaken, I think of like a dragon awakening from like a cave or something like crazy. Coming happening. to life. Coming yeah, to something, life. Something that's super powerful just coming to life rather than like Exactly. And we that's what it's already, but like, the thing nah. is it's already in there. Yeah. It's not on the it's not on the outside. See, this is where we go wrong. We search for it on the outside. But it's not out here. And we keep searching and searching. We're like, man, why isn't there? Because you got to awaken it from the inside. Yeah. you got to awaken it from the inside first. And that's it, dude. God's spirit inside of you has to be lit by action. Right. And this is where we talked about it the other day with the mental masturbation topic that we came up with the other day. Yeah. Is that you have to relight the spirit of God. You have to go do it and you know, activate it. And it's like, you take all these motivational videos that we can watch now and all these things we said, mental masturbation. It's like, it may feel good for a second, but it doesn't give life in this world. Right. Yeah. The only thing that gives life to it is you taking the action Mm -hmm. and then your mind changes. Yeah. No, dude. I, yeah, I think that's like huge. And very, you gotta teach it. You gotta go do the action, and then your brain like rewires itself. Yeah. To like, oh man, I know what to do here. And if you do that every day on the attack, think about this, man. If we did a 30 day thing right now in December, and you said, you know what, for 30 days, we are gonna go on the attack. I'm just gonna work that mindset for 30 days. All right? Yeah. All the way through the new year. 
Yeah. Our mental mindset challenge. Next 30 days, I'm going to attack. And it's like, let's just do that. And we, I would love to chart it down after 30 days and see the difference. Dude, we should do it. We should do in it. In people's lives. We should do it. Me and you should do it and then see where we're at in 30 days and do another podcast. Dude, I've done it for the last like week, <laughs> man, because God's really relit my spirit yeah. with some visions and stuff. Yeah. And, and it's night and day. Yeah. No, dude. And I bring up a good topic this morning, dude, where it was like, and this is a great thing. And then, because it's like, how do you measure personal development? Mm. And there's no, like, how do you measure it? Yeah. You can't. No. There's no number. Yeah. It's a feeling. I mean, I think you can, going back off like what you've talked about, I think you can make it a number, but even then there's like still what's more the, in the what's tank. The, what's the like, number? Like I would, I would look at like if you're believing the world type of thing. I think of the story when you talk about your ACL, how you didn't have one, how you don't have one, you know? Like you had a choice to like be like, all right, my personal development is just being able to to walk or, or something like that. Yeah, like, but I didn't. But here's the deal, dude. You, I didn't. I didn't read about anybody. I didn't right. go listen to motivational videos and think yeah. that fixed the. Like that's the thing, dude. You go watch these videos and you think it's gonna fix everything. Yeah. That might be a piece of the spark. What I'm saying is, is like you have to just believe and do it. Yeah. No, there's definitely no way to really gauge personal development. Because I was thinking like this, man. The only way I could really like say you could do it is like, all right. Look at how every relationship and thing is working in your life when you're living this way. But for me, it's like personal development will give you like a little good feeling and it'll give you some thoughts like reading a book and it will help you grow a little bit. Yeah. But I was like, the true foundation is what God wanted you to be through him. Yeah. And I think that's where people miss out, man. It's like you can have the motivational videos, you can do all that stuff, but if you don't know what your motivation is or what your purpose is, those motivational videos don't mean anything. Right. You have to be living your purpose and going after it. And then if you need like a little spark someday, maybe Goggin says something or someone helps you or a coach helps you and does that. But you have to be on purpose for your goal, man. Well, and it's like that's that's their their gift. I think sometimes when we watch motivational videos, we want to be them. We're like, oh. I want to be on the stage speaking one day yes. type of thing rather than like, you know, like that's, that's, that's the gift God gave them. Like God yes. gave them the gift to speak, you know? And so like right. their videos obviously are powerful, but, but we can't get trapped in like their right. Or like, you know, like we have to take whatever God spoke to us through what they were saying and use that for our arsenal you know, like use that for our weaponry, but we yeah. can't like get caught up in like, oh, I want to be that. I want to be on the stage. Well, speaking. How can I want to be. You, have, yeah. you no one can walk a step in their shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So how, how can you even think like that? Like that's so crazy that us as humans think that way. And I've thought that way before. Oh. I mean, this is just the programming that we all oh, understand yeah. and think. But it's like I've been that way. We've all like been when that you're way. lost out there. It's like, man, I want to be this. I want no. It's no. I'm missing it here. Yeah. I don't want to be someone else. The thing I think. Why do we watch those videos and why are certain ones popular? I think it is because why are we drawn to someone like David Goggins? And it's like I think I'm more drawn to like, listen, dude, that guy's just who he is. Yeah, well, and I think and it, I think culture's also pushed like the the broken leads to the strength type of like we're just naturally attached to people who come from nothing and become something type of thing. Like that's definitely a huge culture that's pushed in America too. You know, rap stars, self help industry. Yeah, man. yeah, the self help industry, right? Like you think of all these rap stars that came from the hood, like that's a very popular thing. Goggins is popular for that reason. You know, these, these people that come from nothing and become something, everyone tends to like those people more. You yeah. Know? And I think it's like just part of life and trying to find out purpose, man. I think we're all drawn to that in a way somehow. Yeah. Because I think we're all lost on this journey. And I think we're all trying to find our way, man. But it's just, it really drills home the point to me. And I, 
I've been there, man, and it's it's a battle every day. Is this that there's this like it's pulling you both ways to where it's like finding God's purpose in this world and staying out of the, the distractions of this world and learning how to use both in balance because technology is not going anywhere. Mm. I mean, you got to learn how to use that in balance and not be distracted from it. And I mean, there's just so many things today that come into play with distraction that weren't, didn't used to be there. You know, yeah. it's a different, it's a different world from when I grew up. Oh, but, yeah. And it's just good to talk about and hear how everyone is battling these things. And sometimes I think, like I said, we all see life from a different perspective. So the social media rant, I mean, I'll just be straight up. I have been this guy with social media. And this one has really opened me up to think in a different way. It's because I got off social media for three months. I've been the guy that has sat there and said, you know what? Social media is the devil. It's it's absolutely awful, like this and that, and then <laughs> yeah. you know arguing it and this and that, right? Yeah. And then God showed me it's like really like social media. I'll have someone reach out, man. I remember when I was battling this really bad, man. It was so funny <laughs> because I was like, I was off social media, and I'm telling Joe Linder at the time, like, I'm not gonna go on social media. This is the devil. This and that. Like it's <laughs> destroying people, and I'm like, okay. I understand that. And then one kid would send me a message privately and be like, hey, man, uh, you you really helped me through today. Like, I appreciate this, that, you know, and I'm like, I think for a second, then I'll still argue it. Even though God would put that in front of me, I would still argue it. Oh, no, that's nothing. I'm still going to not do it, this and that, whatever. And then next day, it very happens again. And it was only two people, man. Yeah. Two people, not 5,000, two Right, And they said, hey, man, your words really helped me today. And it was only two people. And after that second one, man, I realized I said, man, I'm a dick. Yeah. Because God told me right there, man, like, it's your discipline to social media that's the problem, not you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, there's the truth bomb right there. Boom. Yep. And then that was the truth, man, because... Social media has got so much evil on it right now, but God needs his light on there too, man. Yeah, it's just a discipline thing, you know. It is. And if- but why do we – Why? Like, that's the thing though, man. We, we're we so quick to blame social media and others and all this instead well, just, of just going, we'll, no, man. We'll like- blame everything we can before us. We'll blame an object. Like social media is not even a person and we'll blame it before we'll blame ourselves. Like – well, it just exists, so it's it's its fault. It's social media's fault. It's like, no, like, it's your fault you're not disciplined enough to, to be on it, you know? Like, some people don't have the discipline to be on social media. Like, they can't do it. But well, if you can this, dude, be disciplined ahead, and use it, then use it, yeah. you know? Like, I think a lot about, like, uh, yeah, like, anything you do, right? Like, there's, there's certain people that can go and have one beer. They can have one beer and enjoy one beer. But then there's people who can't do that. Like if you don't have the discipline to do it, then stay away from it. Like don't even attempt it. Go find something that you can be disciplined in and honor God. Like there's things out here for everybody, but we just get so caught up in like what everybody else. Well, it comes back to the distraction too, Grant, because you, you take in today's world, man, why, why are we on social media in the first place? Like if I'm on social media to send out a message, try to motivate people that day, like send out positive things, right? Yeah. That's a good thing. Right. All right. That's a good thing. It's great to get out there. You can make a kid feel great by sending a private message, right? Yeah. But now what's the opposite of that? Why are we on social media in the first place? And when we don't have God's purpose – or we're bored, just the way I was kind of getting over the last four weeks. And I'm strong ADHD. That's been my thing. If I get bored, that's where the issues come in. Right. And when you're bored, it's like you just float. Mm-hmm. And that's where it, that's where it gets you, man. Yeah, you start wandering or you're not doing anything purposeful. And then all of a sudden, wham, it comes in hot. I got you. Yes. Yeah. It's always in that wandering aspect, man, where it gets you. And it's like, if we're on social media to try to wander through the day, that's the issue. And with the reason we get so negative on ourselves about it is because 
we see ourselves doing that all day long. We know we're on there just wasting time and going through the day, and then we get off, and then we look back and realize how much time of the day we actually wasted on there, and we weren't making our dreams come true, and then that's the double whammy. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden you're getting double whammied by the enemy, and by the end of the day you're so beat up mentally because you've just been wandering through social media the whole day, you don't know why you're so freaking depressed. Yeah. Well, you've been wandering through social media looking at everyone else making their dreams come true or doing that, and you have sat there and wasted two hours. And you haven't done one thing that day to make your dreams come true. And then at the end of the day, this is what the enemy does. Oh, man, you spent three hours on social media today and you didn't make your dreams come true. You're a loser. Yeah. And then guess what happens? That's where he gets you, dude. And then the next thing you know, man, he's in there just grinding you. Yeah. I mean. And then and then the next day you wake up. If there's no change being made, guess what? He just adds on. Yeah. It just starts piling on super quickly. Yeah. And I think that's why kids have such an issue. And I, I guarantee if we put the numbers with technology and social media down with suicide rates in our country over the last like 20 years. Oh, it's hand in hand. It's hand in hand. I guarantee it goes up, man. So, I mean, that's not saying, you know, that's just the world we live in and that we're living in right now. And I think that's what we have to tell kids and talk about that when these things come up and when these distractions come, just how to handle them, man. Like my son yesterday, he's been digging these video games of sharks. I (laughs) mean, he just loves sharks (laughs) and he loves all this stuff. But yesterday it was just me and him at the house. We had to do a bunch of farm work. We had to do some things, but he really, I was sitting there with him in the morning and he just, I, the passion on this kid for sharks and just being like animals. And even this video game, he was just so passionate about it, you know? Yeah. But I was like, man, I'm not going to take that away from him because I don't, I, you know, whatever I'm thinking, this and that. Yeah. But after a while, I went up to him and I said, listen, man, we're going to go outside and we're going to work for a little bit. I said, well, you're going to put that down and we're going to go outside. And he's like, okay, yes. And then he came outside and we were away from it for a good period of time. And then when he came back in, he's like, daddy, can I play again? You know, and I'm like, sure, man, get on this for a little bit. Yeah. But then when it started getting to the stage where I knew it was like a little too much, he needed that little mental break. Yeah. I'd be like, no, man, you got to get up. And then he got up and cleaned it. Like he mopped all the floors for me. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's it's, I don't want to, yeah, Actually, don't be like you can't have any of it. Yeah, no, I dude, because his, pa- his passion for this stuff. Like yesterday, Joe and I were just talking before he started talking at the table last night about sharks and this video game, and you, the, the kid didn't shut up for an hour. <laughs> and I've met my my son is just being a kid, man. I've just let him be a kid. That's the right. first time the last couple of days where I've heard that like extra passion yeah dude i got you that's super cool and i was like and then i'm like you know because joe was like she we've said it like oh no video games this and that and i'm like man come on i i had video games growing up and if he can enjoy those for a certain period and help him and that's his passion like i don't want him to rot on one don't get me wrong right i want him to know discipline and i want him to enjoy stuff because man i don't want to ever take that passion away from him because it's different to me well, yeah, and you just think like, yeah, I just think about like, you know, p- parents or whoever like telling someone they can't do something and like you take away video games and all of a sudden Ashton becomes like passionate about nothing. You know what I mean? Like then it – you know what I mean? Like I think if you balance it and, and, and again, like it's kind of going back to like you're teaching Ashton discipline right now, right, of like – Hey, you can enjoy this, but there's also other duties you have to do to enjoy it type of thing. Yeah, and he had a great day yesterday, dude, but this is where it gets funny. He woke up this morning. Yeah. The first thing he does is he comes out and he's like, can I get on the iPad? And I was like, nope, that's it. I was like, you're not coming out here and not saying hello and not like yeah. saying hello to the family and doing that. Like if you're going straight to that, that's not going to work. Right. So then it's so funny. We talk about it, this and that. And then uh, I had to go drop Joe off to get another truck for the day. Um, and in the way there, him and his sister are just fighting, dude. <laughs> just like going back and forth. And like we said, that's it. No no electronics, man. You're done. Like you're yeah. not going to act like that. And then 
have that, you know, and, you know, they get all pouty, and, I mean, he gets, he gets fired up, dude. Like, oh, yeah. When those electronics get taken away, it's, <laughs> he gets, he gets mad. Oh, I'm sure. Oh. But, it's, it's finding that happy medium, man, because every day you get up as a parent, you, you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you kind of have an idea of what went on the yesterday, and you're trying to teach these things, but these kids are so different to, yeah, you know, everything, and you're just trying to find that medium, but, yeah. you know, it, just seeing, I just seeing, think that, of it, seeing that passion, man, yeah. you've you, you got to gotta see that in people, and it's even with everyday people, man, like, I think if we woke up every day and we searched for that look and that feeling, because I really believe in this, man, I really think through life, we have always got up and we're so consumed on what we could get. Mm-hmm. Well, what we could get in life that we never slow down and say, you know what, what can we give? And you look at other people and listen to their tone of voice and see how their eyes light up when they talk about different things. Yeah. And I realized that with my son last night, man. Like I was like, just hearing him talk about sharks and this and that, and I'm like, I could hear the passion in his voice. Like I get passionate for working out or sports or something like that. And mm-hmm. I, it was really an eye opener for me, just even knowing, like, man, that's what we're supposed to be doing every day. Yeah, we're supposed to be bringing that out of people, man, because that's their passion is not your passion, and we're gonna stop being so jealous of other people. And their story. Yeah, we, we gotta like, like start supporting people. We need to be celebrating people. their passion, man. Yeah. Celebrating their passion and what they're great at. Yeah. Put the focus on that, man. Put the focus on that. Yeah, or even what, like, even what they want to be great at, right? Like, I think about you know, people who want to be good at stuff. We're like, oh, you can never do it. It's like, no, like, let's really see what they can do type of thing too you know like there's so many different aspects you can go to but i kind of think when you're talking about ashton and parenting i kind of think about like the whole coaching standpoint man of like as long as you explain why you're taking away or why you're disciplining it seems to go so much better like hey you're not gonna have the ipad today because one you ignored your entire family to come out here like that's not gonna cut it then it's like oh okay and then the next day he comes out and he's like, hey, everybody, or like, you know, you know, and then it's like, if he just goes just for the hey, then it's like, okay, no, that's not going to work either. Like, have a conversation, you know what I mean? And like, teach him, you know, how to prioritize relationships with your family and with friends before you go to your passion. Then, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many different ways that you can go about it. Because kids are smart, this, dude. Kids are smart. Well, this is where it gets funny. This is where it gets super funny. It's like the way I look at my son get up and throw a fit about an iPad, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is how God looks at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how God looks at me. Like I'm looking at my son and I'm like, I've got a six year old now throwing a tantrum because I took his iPad away. And I was like, this is me yeah. to God. <laughs> this is me to God right now. And it makes me laugh because that's, it's like you're watching, you're watching yourself from another point that that's you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like oh, that's dude. us. Yeah. That's funny. It's absolutely crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's good stuff right there. Oh. Yeah, man. No, I, I just, it's, I really have just, built, you know, believe lately that we, if we can just help each other bring out that purpose of what God created for everyone, man, I really think that's where we're going to get serious momentum to really like tackle the evil we're battling today, man. Yeah. It's all energy. It's, it's all energy, man. It's all energy from the inside. And that's what the disciples did back in the day. That's why their word is still changing today is that it came from the inside first and then it went through everybody in the outside, you know? And I really feel like if we all found our purpose and knew who we were through him, yeah, man, that power would be going like nothing else because that it, it shatters comparison. Yeah, how can you compare yourself if you're the only one in your story? Yeah, yeah, I mean that's how do you do that, Grant? Answer that question. Yeah. How do you compare yourself if you're the only one in your story? 
Uh, I don't think you do compare. I, I, but I also think there needs to be there needs to be other people. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You know what? Like, the only thing we have to compare ourselves to is the person we were yesterday and the vision of what God created us to be in our mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, for sure. It's, it's crazy, man. It's all an inside job for us. Yeah. And it's funny, the little tests on the outside are like the arrows they talk about. And this is why God says, put on your armor, have the sword, do all this, is because all these little comments that people say or the this, that, they're all arrows that come at you. And you you know what? And when you're floating and you don't have that armor on, they get to you. Yeah. But when you know your purpose and you know who he created you to be, man, dude, you walk different. Oh, you yeah. walk different, man. You walk different. It's it's a different attack in this world, man. It's it's it, it's so crazy. Yeah. No, dude. I I think I definitely think putting focus on everybody's passion is definitely a big solution to what we were talking about earlier and the discipline aspect of it. I think discipline and and having the right people to sharpen you, which is Primarily a lot of the stuff we've already covered, you know, at Strike Zone, you know, iron sharpening iron and discipline. Like those two things hand in hand are a huge component to to battling the negativity and the, the bad thoughts. And Yeah, when you say iron sharpens iron, man, it's not like you're not bringing someone else to make your their dream your dream. Yeah. It's like you're, you're putting them in situations – to make them feel this way or do these things. And then you're like, man, what comes out of them? Oh, yeah. Like, when they're doing their best, look what's coming out of this kid. Like, perfect example was is, like, your progression. It's like, before you got to be able to be comfortable speaking in front of kids, it's like, I would just throw you out there in front of freaking 20 oh, kids dude. on the spot. Dude, you did it to me, like, four days in a row. And every time, right. they were like, you got a D or an F. Like, the kids were like... They didn't care. They were just like, this is what you got. And then by the time I went to to uh, Cortez and spoke, A's. And then look, and then look yeah. what it did for you. And look what that did for you going into Pinion Hills Church. Yeah. That middle school group and being able to stand in front of those kids and not be afraid. Yeah. All of a sudden see, I it was. was ne- it was never for you to come and do my walk. No. It was just like those situations were to bring something out of you that God created you to be. And I was like, then you see you're living that passion and doing that. And you're like, oh, man, look at Grant, dude. Like he's, he's you can feel it. You yeah. know, and it's like that's what you need to be bringing out of people, man. Yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Oh, yeah, I definitely think of <laughs> there's no way I'm going to go run 240 miles. Like that's not my dream, you know. Like, I mean, never say never, but that's definitely not like up my alley to do that all the time. So I definitely – I know what you're saying there. See, but I had to learn that from the other side too, man, is where I used to try to force people to do what I was doing. And it, it like would strain relationships because I'm like, I'll just keep pushing. And then God made me understand your journey is not their journey. So yeah. that's why I do everything on my own. Like yeah, I don't expect someone to walk in my shoes. If and it's like if someone wants join. to work out or do something with me, I'll work out with anyone. But I'm not going to force people to come live my life and what makes me happy because I know that's not for everyone. It took me a long time to understand that, man. That was a lot of maturity <laughs> because yeah. I was just young and stupid coming up. And I understand now that's not how God intended it to be, man. He, he wants everyone to be at their best, but running and doing what I do every way, that's for me, man. That, that ain't for everybody. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying, man. Just just owning owning your journey, man, and, and your relationship with God, like knowing yeah, that man. it's you and God. And I think just right now, that's a good time for everyone to, to, and the last thing we'll finish on here is just everyone while you're in this stage and life seems at its worst and you don't think you can take another step is really just spend some time on the inside with yourself and ask God what your purpose is and for him to reveal it to you and then start awakening that spirit of the Lord inside of you and he can take you on that journey, you know, and just knowing that if you you got to attack every day or the enemy's going to slay you and Life's a battle, man, and life doesn't care. Life, you have to be tough. You have to be able to dust yourself off every day, and you've got to go to battle. 
And the key is, man, Jesus is the key. Yep. Jesus is the Jesus is the one that overcame it all, man. And that was his job. See, that's the other thing. His job for us was to die and be resurrected for our sins here. It's no one else's job to do that. Yeah. That's why we praise him for what he did, because that was his job here. His job was not to come here and do what we're doing. He had a purpose here, and he knew his purpose, and he knew God's promise. That's the best thing he ever taught us, man, is like he was willing to die for the promise that God set for him. Yeah. And it's like when we truly ask ourselves, would we do the same thing? Yeah. Or do we have that purpose so strong in our heart that we're willing to die for it, knowing that God's promises for us in heaven? That's yeah. it. That's yeah. this question I'll leave it on right there, man, because yeah. that puts life in perspective right yeah. there. Sweet, dude. Well, all right, man. All right, Beth. All right, dude. Good episode, man. It's, yeah. it's been good lately, man. My focus has been better, and I've just been in the dumps and grinding through it you know so and i know a lot of people are too so i'd love to hear people's examples of their distractions and just like i said man 30 days we should finish out the year 30 days just going on the attack of positivity and bringing it out of everyone because this is my theory dude they sent everyone inside and when does everyone get the most depressed between thanksgiving and the new year because everyone puts on 20 pounds now everyone's inside depression's going to go up and it's like you know what man if this is what's going to be thrown at us how do we go on the attack and i'm thinking like you know what we should do like a 30-day run and mental challenge thing man yeah. where it's just like for 30 days straight Let's do something that we go on the attack for these things. And let's just do 30 days, man. 30 days of attack. That's what we should call it, dude. Okay. Yeah, dude. And go on the attack and start tagging people and figure out how to just to get, get some momentum going, dude. And really having everyone support each other through the toughest time of the holidays. There you go. Sounds good, dude. Well, I've already been rolling in it, man. So I started like two days ago, but um, yeah, you know I want to have some catching up. I'm to the same way, dude. I feel it, man. I feel that spirit change because you just got to awaken it back up. Yeah, dude. All yeah. right, brother. Great talking to you, yeah. man. I got some uh, good uh, guests coming on soon, man. So we'll get those rolling here coming up soon. But I like doing these ones too because it's good just to talk about the attacks of every day and. Oh, yeah. Um, we make ourselves stronger going forward, man. Sweet, dude. Looking forward to it. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right, dude. Have a good day, man. Right, see you. See ya.